0: Campus Madness. I think it works for everything. <laughs> Around here it does. Yeah. We mentioned this late in the show yesterday. I just wanted to touch on it briefly. Uh, Chris Rufo reporting that medical students at the University of Minnesota now must take this long oath to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine and fight white supremacy, colonialism, and the gender binary. So medical students are being forced to take an oath that they will fight against the idea that there are men and women.
1: Seems like a hard thing to enforce because I don't know what exactly counts or doesn't count as fighting against Western medicine, but...
0: Um, Well, yeah, or affirming uh, indigenous medicine or whatever the mm -hmm. hell else. Well, it goes on for sentence after sentence, too. Um, And then he he points out that the uh, ceremony for the incoming class included the closing speaker, Ana Nunez, who specializes in gender medicine. She's the vice dean for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Gender medicine is uh, is, uh, chopping off people's parts because they decide that they're uh, a different gender. Some legitimate, of course, but when it comes to kids, it's absolutely horrifying. Uh mastectomies for girls and penectomies for boys, as he points out. And then I think Rufo makes one point that's absolutely worth sharing. He says, the irony is that these D.I.E.I. champions who imagine themselves the vanguard of global diversity are the most parochial or narrow viewed people imaginable. I've traveled in Africa, Asian and Latin America extensively, and they aren't clamoring for indigenous ways of healing. They want antibiotics and CAT scan machines. An excellent point. Yep. Moving along. Students at the University of Southern Maine are in a meltdown after a professor at the college <gasps> insisted there were only two sexes. Education professor Christy Hammer brought the hammer down on September 7th, saying in front of graduate, students in her class, creating a positive learning environment. Uh, she says well, there's men and women. Elizabeth Leibiger, a non-binary student in the class, said the claim made her feel under personal attack. I let her know I didn't think she was qualified to teach a class about positive learning environments. It's the ultimate irony. Students in the class staged a walkout demanding a restorative justice meeting with the head of the School of Education, which is so far standing by the uh, professor. But the university spokesperson said, we've developed an alternative plan for this class and we'll be opening a new section of this course for those students who would like to move, who feel unsafe in that class. So, all right. Way to kowtow to the lunatics, like all colleges are.
1: By the way, I had to look up because I can't remember this phrase. I need to memorize it. W- what you call the uh, removing body parts or whatever for uh, uh, trans kids. Yeah. they They call it. The official name for it is gender affirming care. That's that's yeah. that's how you're referred to. It. Yeah, which is S- states that ban or uh, or or allow gender affirming care. Right. That's and that's begging the question. It's
0: it's acting as if the uh you know, it's answering the question with the question. The question being, is this something that anybody should agree should uh, be doing well it's gender affirming it just affirms the gender that they are oh it's not like mutilating them when they briefly in a period of adolescent confusion think maybe they're not a boy they're a girl or vice versa it's not that no it's gender affirming care okay great campus madness rolls on michael it rolls on these seven colleges are still mandating masks And there are probably more. It's interesting, too. Trinity College in Connecticut, Hampshire College in Massachusetts, Prairie State College, Illinois, Mount Holyoke College in Massachusetts, Pasadena City College in California, Smith College in Massachusetts, Amherst in Massachusetts, still mandating masks in class.
1: Wow. How crazy is that? That's pretty crazy.
0: How's the young college
1: kids? Wow, like Pasadena City College, you're surrounded in Los Angeles by places that were way outliers for masks. And they're not doing it anymore. Right, right. And then
0: finally, this story, Uh, days after Gavin Newsolini, the lunkhead governor of California, signed a bill that reversed an 1878 law naming uh, the UC's uh, college of law, the UC Hastings College of Law. The Hastings family, Hastings himself, um, who they're trying to take his name away because he may have been part of racist something or other 150 years ago. Uh, just We could get hung up on the idiocy of presentism. But the interesting part is the law, the agreement with Hastings at the time was, if you ever remove my name from the College of Law, you must repay my descendants the $100,000 I donated. And I don't have an inflation calculator in front of me, but $100,000 in 1878 is a flaming truckload of money these days. I yeah. mean, it's an enormous amount of money. Gotta be. You got to pay back that $100,000 plus interest. And the interest rate is 7%. After 144 years, California would owe the Hastings' descendants more than $1.7 billion, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Wow. So the state's going to try to fight that agreement in court, uh, but one of the family uh, folks who's suing says, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You took the money, you signed the agreement... You built this vaunted college of law that many, many uh, alums don't want changed. And now you want to change it, but but keep what you've built with our money. Uh-uh. So this should be an interesting fight going forward. Um, And, and the, the case they make against this guy is just so flimsy. Back in the 1860s. There were some fights between settlers and Indian people or whatever, and his cattle was getting stolen and thieved, and so he petitioned the government for militias, and those militias may have crossed the line and carried out, quote-unquote, massacres. So you can't have his name on the College of Law anymore. Anyway, enjoy paying that $1.7 billion uh, taxpayers of California.
1: Did you see that uh, Judge James Ho, who I didn't know, but he's of the U.S. Court of Appeals on the Fifth Circuit, and he's... You know, lower federal courts are really big deals. The Supreme Court gets all the attention. These courts should get more attention. Anyway, he recently announced he will no longer hire law clerks from Yale Law School, citing the institution's supposed lurch toward liberalism. Wow.
0: Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, and, and liberalism doesn't begin to describe it. I mean, it's, they're, they're down the road of the Woksheviks. We all need to agree on a term. I mean, because Bill Maher is not a Wokshevik. He's a liberal. And that's fine. I can sure. work with him. I could break bread. It's fine. Uh, but the Woksheviks are dangerous lunatics. Armstrong and Getty.
1: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.